So we just sent off a stock to be scanned and printed. That will be the basis. That'll take a couple weeks. Uh, all of us will come in and we'll we'll Lego it up. We got some Bondo. We got some epoxy. We got a bunch of other stocks. We're gonna cut up. We're gonna make what we want. Sand it all down. Make it perfect and and send it off to stockies. And then a month later, we'll have a stock. Welcome to the Shoot Hunt Podcast. As always, I'm your host Ryan Avery. Ryan Avery. And my color commentator today is Jake Mushady. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready? I've been ready since 9 a.m., sir. How fat is your ass today? I knew that was coming, and, I, and I, I'm embarrassed. You know, because you, you never want to say it can never happen. I mean, you know, the chances of getting violently murdered by a bunny are low, <laughs> but, but never zero. We're bringing up some straight bullshit. <laughs> Dude, if it ain't hunting clothes, my wife buys it for me. But your your wife bought that color for you? I just said, give me some Crocs. She's just way too comfortable with your gayness then. Oh, I got really long tongue. <laughs> she good. It's still we funny. Good it's still, it still makes you chuckle. That's why you know you got to leave it up. Although we did have a lot of people that wanted the old one, the, the uh, Borat one. It was like half and half. Half were like, okay, this is getting old. The other half were like, where the hell did Borat go? You can never... Make everybody happy. No, it's a 50-50 thing. You know, and, and Blaine wasn't even high. He wasn't He wasn't high. It wasn't unusual just for the murder bunny thing to just pop out of him. That was the weirdest thing. Yeah, just random. Yeah. And actually, I've had a lot of people kind of say, is that Blaine? I was like, yeah. yeah. They didn't expect it from him. Yeah. We have... Uh, I know I didn't. We're arguing about a, a stock end. Yeah. And we're going back and forth with forum about what... What we're gonna have on the first stock? Scallop front end or standard front end? He actually wasn't that hard. He he, he was like, "Well, if you guys are gonna do that one, I'm gonna go with it." You know, it wasn't it wasn't set in stone on his side. My question to the people: First of all, I want to say we did a poll on Rockslide, and it's about fifty fifty. You gotta you you gotta you haven't even give like the preface that you gotta preface this whole thing with what's actually happening. In order well, for we're there gonna to be get some there. Context. I just wanted to kind of, I just wanted to kind of get through this part before we go. Yeah, to but the this whole part, story. this part makes no sense if you don't tell them we're making a stock. Well, that was the, that was the kicker. Oh, so all right. Okay, now we're making a stock. <laughs> <laughs> we literally have. Uh, when we start talking about this, Jake, five six months ago, probably. Yeah, making between us, I know, I know you and Form have been talking about it, or, or for yeah, a lot, fucking me and you. longer. Yeah, me and Foreman been talking probably two to three years yeah. about making a stock. And, and you two don't actually get anything done, so. No, I will say this, and Foreman would agree a thousand percent. We've talked about this. Jake, y- y'all have a part to play, right? Jake is the fucking get it done dude. Me and Foreman are the guys that talk about it. We got to give credit where credit is due. When I hate bringing something to Jake unless I'm really ready to do it, because if it comes out of our mouth, because we're talking about this shooting event, going another tangent. Yes. And me and Form have been talking about a fucking realistic for Hunter shooting event, and we told Jake, and now I know. Fuck. <laughs> Next summer we're fucking probably doing a shooting event. Yeah. But anyway, Definitely. not to get on that tangent yet. But <clears throat> the stock. Not probably. That's gonna happen. It's already fucking rolling. Yeah. So prepare, prepare for a fucking. <laughs> A shooting, the most realistic shooting or hunting, I guess, stages that you could have. Mm. Oh, you're talking about the match. Sorry, the match. Oh, yes. okay, okay. So I thought you were talking about haha for a minute. Oh, haha. We, oh, there's shit going. We got, we got a lot to discuss. So haha is actually happening. We have hard dates. 
the event and the shooting school and shoot to hunt university shoot to hunt you that's yes. already hard dates hard already dates. half the spots are fucking sold half spots sold we're taking 12 we already have six seven yeah um that's gonna be the 24th of june 2024 the haha ha is may 4th and 5th in <clears throat> post falls idaho mm-hmm so if you have not, we are, we have fucking really fucked up this whole entry on this doc thing. We've went multiple places. Yeah. If you haven't been to the Shoot to Hunt website, I strongly suggest you go look at it. We'll be adding to it daily. But we went from just a podcast, nice and easy, and now we're going to have, I literally was looking for a theme on WordPress for this, and mm. there, there isn't one because we're going to have, correct me if I've missed anything, we're going to have the podcast. We're going to have the blog. Yeah. We're going to have online shooting and in-person shooting yes we're gonna have a gel test um we're gonna have a way for you can a way for companies that want to figure out how to do social media and online marketing we're gonna have something for them and there's have i missed anything in there um we have a rifle giveaway yes come to the website we're giving away a rifle and just just to prep well i guess by the time you guys hear this the picture should be correct because it's not gonna yeah. be next week tuesday it should be, be the following week following week yeah, so by the time you guys get there, basically there's a very easy way to click some buttons and, and get your get your entries. Very simple. But it's already live on the website, so go get it. It says rifle giveaway in the menu. Yeah, so there's a lot going on there. Um, we also have some swag. We have stickers. We have um, shirts. We have a little gadget coming here, I think, pretty quickly. It's moving faster than I thought it would. Um and the biggest thing we have going between UM, Rockslide, and Shoot to Hunt is we're making a stock. The Rock Stock. The Rock Stock. And it's going to be made by stockies. If you go to Rockslide, you already know what's happening. Mm. Um, it's going to be a stock that <clears throat> we've shopped around and asked other companies mm. to make. And uh, everybody's too busy. So stockies, stockies isn't. They stepped up and stockies is on They're it. hungry. They are. They're on it. Yeah. Um, it'll be a negative comb. It'll be an easy to shoot, really easy to shoot stock. It'll be a light hunting stock. And the pole is about the end. Mm. You wouldn't think it's the devil's in the details, but it really is. So on the end of the stock, we're, you know, we want to know, do you guys want a traditional end that you can mount a pick rail, an Arca, a standard swing swivel stud, or do you want the scallop? And, and you got to give credit where credit is due. Gunworks was the first one I ever seen have it. But Gunworks, we've asked Gunworks, they don't want to make they don't want to make a Tika stock, and we want a Tika stock. So we are going to go with stockies and make a stock for Tikas that we want. And not just Tikas. So that's the other questions you're getting. It Correct. will be for every inlet available from stockies. We're going the, Yes, we're going the most popular stock in the world footprint is the seven hundred, obviously. Mm. But we mo- not mostly. The pro- the majority of people on Rockslide shooting Tikas right now. So we're gonna do Tika first, but it'll be quickly quickly probably within a month or so have a remington footprint out the problem is is that the any any stock on the market today a mold for a tika inlet the entire mold that makes the stock is different than every other one so you can make every other inlet on one mold including all the 700 inlets and then you have tika stands apart so you got to pay for a mold it's uh it is a clamshell layup mold, so it's a giant fucking chunk of aluminum that has two sides to it, and they carve out both sides of the stock. They lay all the carbon in there. They trim off the edges. They sandwich it together. They make a stock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll have a, so on that note, we'll have a left hander. We'll have the teak. Obviously, we we'll do a Remington and probably, probably, you know, a Savage Browning. 
So I guess my my question or the guys that are listening right now will be like, well, there's already 150 stocks in the fucking market. Why do we want this stock? If you go, you think the same thing. Mm. And if you're lucky, I'm lucky. I get to have a lot of stocks, a lot of guns, a lot of chassis in my hand. Once you shoot a above bore line negative comb stock. Yeah, you got to preface that there. You're the preface the- guy. Huh? You're the preface guy. No, I mean the way you said it was correct. So there's been uh, there was a couple other podcasts recently that were discussing negative comb and how Gunworks mm-hmm. wasn't the first negative comb. Yada yada yada. Yes. In reality, they were correct in the way they phrased it. But the negative comb we refer to today is where the end of the buttstock, the ne- the high part of the negative comb. Negative yes. comb just means it dips from the from your from your your recoil pad towards the muzzle. It slopes downward mm-hmm. toward the action, right? Yeah. Now that negative slope can be in any position in relation to the bore center line and mm-hmm. still be called a negative comb. The negative comb we refer to today is the negative comb where the highest point is above bore center line. That is a true negative comb. Yeah, like if you go back, I think it's mid seventies, maybe the I think it's the Finn Bear from Seiko is the first mm. one of the first to have a negative comb, but it was not the end of the butt was not above bore line. And that mm-hmm. matters because of the recoil hop. Mm. If you, if you shoot chassis or you shoot a, a uh, recoil pad that you can slide up above the comb, you'll notice instantly that it gets rid of that barrel hop. You know, that mm. the, the rifle, you know, physics, it wants muzzle to rise. muzzle rise wants to pop up. And that's one of the number one reasons you can't spot your hot and it's perceived recoil. Mm. That hop is perceived recoil. So that negative comb does two things. It takes it above center line to drop the hop, and that negative recoil slides away from your face. So you're still getting the same recoil, but the perceived is not pushing on you as much. Mm. And it's just really comfortable. It's easy to track. And it's, like it or not, Gunworks has it on there for a reason, because they really do work. Mm. And there you can do it in carbon carbon stockies can do it in a very sleek and light package mm. and they can do it the exact dimensions that me you and, and mostly for, form is driving this i'm not going to say he's not mm. but uh the the argument isn't the back end we want a narrow grip i have little tiny hands little tiny dick beaters so <laughs> if it can fit me it's it doesn't go the other way if i can use it jake can still use it it, it doesn't, it's not, if I can't, if Jake can use it in that, you know, it's two and a half inches away from the vertical grip, I can't use it. I got to choke up. Jake's got big hands. So it's much easier for a big handed person to get on a freaking shorter stock than it is for me to get on a longer one. And I've seen that too with Jessica recently. We tried to make that rifle for Jessica and, and mm-hmm. get it to fit her the best. And when she, we have to actually move her hand up around the grip to get the finger, the trigger finger out there closer. So she's not, she's trying to pull the trigger with like, halfway through the first pad the, the the first pad of her finger and that's not what you want right like you want your finger at it's 90 degrees yes that's the ideal yes position for your trigger finger and there's many other guys out there teaching the whole 90 degrees of yeah whatever they no, call it no trick there it's just you want a 90 degree i think it was the not sniper side who's the other sniper uh the guy that worked at gunworks Oh, yes, that's modern-day sniper. Yeah, modern-day sniper. I think yeah. they coined a term, something along 90 degrees of 90 degrees, something Freedom about trigger pull. 90, like yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, think about it. If you're pulling straight back, you're putting no, you know, you're putting no sideways movement in the rifle. If your mm-hmm. finger's coming at a 45-degree angle or any other angle that's not you're 90 degrees, you're influencing 
in the, on the rifle. And it's when you pull the trigger, lots of shit goes on and you want to take away every variable. So it's going to have a real short from the grip area to the trigger area. Short if it's going to be not narrow, but not, it's like, it's you're trying to explain this online or in audio. It's hard. I like it. Like where you just hold your, hold your hand out in front of you mm-hmm. in a vertical relaxed position, just relax your hand and where that big swell underneath your thumb whatever that thumb muscle is, right? Mm-hmm. You want this to just slide in and be exactly in this position. Yep, with a the neut- stock. nice neutral thumb. Thumb is basically coming up right behind the rear part of the tang. Mm-hmm. So not those double thumb positions, but literally slides up right behind it. Whether you're yep. left or right-handed, that thumb is going to be in the same spot. The easiest way I've ever heard it explained is when you get behind it, no matter prone, standing, kneeling, you don't want to fight it where your hand is. It just mm. needs to go there every time. It's the same every time. Mm. People fight that with some chassis. People definitely fight it. Like if I'm shooting the uh, Nimrod, which is a fantastic stock that Dallas Lane made, but it's way too thick in the vertical grip area for my hands. Yeah, his, his explanation of that, just to avoid the death grip, which yeah. that's what we're trying to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, is, yep. uh, make and it if, so big you can't grab onto it. Yeah, but you put a little palm swell mm. in there to make it fit every time. All the time, the same. But once you have the negative comb, the first thing you notice is when you shoot, it do, there's no left or right. It just comes up and back and so right like on that, target. When you get the 90 degree like that. Look how far back. That's where the trigger would be. I mean, I'm an I'm an inch away. Yeah, it's it's out there. Yeah. And McMillan's one of the shorter, shorter. We're looking at like it was an inch one point one point seven five five inches for where the vertical grip will hit. If you measured the mer- the top of the vertical grip to the actual trigger. Shoe, it'd be 1.75 inches. So when you have that question, why would I want that stock? I think in, in one word, let's say shootability. Yes. Repeatability. Repeatability. Oh. And it's, you get that, <clears throat> if you listen to other podcasts, what's been debated by the Fierce Pod- Podcast now, Aaron Davidson said, if you use a cheek piece, I, I think you don't know how to shoot. It, it was kind of paraphrasing, taken out of character context of what he was, I believe he was trying to say. When you have a negative comb that has above bore line, it takes a lot of that, you need a cheek piece out of it because it fits a lot of people because it is higher and it is above borderline and it puts your face in a natural position, mm-hmm. kind of neutral in there. And like I said, it slides away. When your head's on an adjustable cheek piece, it's on it the whole recoil process. Mm-hmm. When your head's on a negative comb, it kind of slides away. So it, literally it takes a variable out of you moving your head or it hitting something on your face. You know, there's a, there's a uh, sniper podcast. I don't remember who it was. But he was shooting in sniper school, and all of a sudden his groups went to shit. Well, he noticed that when he put a dip in on that side mm. and he was shooting his gun, it moved his group. Oh, shit. So that shit back there matters. Yeah. And the less, you know, the, the more, the easier you can make it, obviously the better you're going to shoot. And it's just designed right. Mm. Until you shoot one, it's hard to explain until you shoot it. It just tracks really easy. You can spot your shots easy. So uh, I'm excited. But the devil's in the details, So right? So we have the back end pretty much figured out. It was more on the fore end. A lot of stock builders are moving towards that integrated rail now. So you have the Manners Pro Hunters, the newest stock in their line, and they have the, you know, the scallop down section. Several different stock manufacturers are doing it. <clears throat> it does look extremely clean. Uh, like when we were talking in our little meeting about the stock, I basically said any rifle that was built here is going to leave with a rail. I mean, almost all Western hunters are using a bipod at one point or another. And formed out of a point that we're not just selling to Western hunters. There's a lot of deer stand hunters back east, and they may want the same stock, and they don't want anything on the fore end. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But with it with it integrated in, I don't think it's going to affect your backpack shooting, your no. offhand shooting at all. No, even, so why not? Even for him when we we're discussing it, he's like, I, I don't even want to be on the side of the the standard. He goes, I don't think there'll be a problem with the scallops with the with the rail. Mm. But the the fact is, to kind of be a spoiler alert, we're probably gonna do both anyways. I don't know. I've, the more we keep talking about this, and after seeing your Instagram poll. So we have two. We have the rock slide. Yeah. It's 50-50. Almost. It's been 50-50 almost the whole way, but now you're up to about 400 total votes. Yep. And on ro- and online, we have about 2,000 votes. He says it's, it's, it's the Instagram. Rock slide's Instagram. Rock slide Instagram, we have 2,000 votes. And as of right now, it's 77, 77% for the scallop, for the, for scallop the, the low profile rail. When I see that, what I feel like we should do is start off and have both the Tika, like do two molds, but have both the Tika and the 700 come out at the same time in the scalloped version. That's a good idea. Yeah. That's a good idea. Because you already have all these requests for different inlets and whatnot. Let's just hit it fucking right off the bat. Yeah. And man, I don't. I wish Forum was here because he has some good points some a lot of times. But why? Why? How does that hinder you? Yeah, it's not going to hinder you in in an offhand shot because you're grabbing here. Nobody's going to hold up here to shoot the fucking. And then you're on a bag. And as long as this line is the same, yeah, there will be some ridges here. Mm-hmm. I get it. There's a few ridges, but when you set this down, you're not only setting it down out here either. It's on this area, right? Like this is yeah. what's going on your pack. And you can literally slide some tape on that if you really wanted to yeah. duct tape and it would smooth it out enough that it ain't going to catch. Mm-hmm. So you're, I never thought of that. You're probably right. 700 and a T. There, there are several different scallop designs on stocks today and some are more obtrusive than others. I think our goal here would be to, to be the least obtrusive possible on the overall foreign look and feel like it'll be rounding in or, you know, we have a, we're lucky that we have a, a machine shop here and we get to make the rails and make them exactly the way we need. So we'll try to make it as streamlined. Yeah, you'll have the option of Arca or Pick, right? Or Spartan. Or Spartan. Is there enough? We'll have to make it so there's enough. Yeah. We we'll want to, it to we'll be to, flush. We'll have to measure that. Yeah, yeah. So you, that's three. So that gives you three advantages to basically you get a standard forend that sticks down like a... Mm-hmm. I was going to say something bad, but well, it's, it's way like I said. If we build a rifle, it's going to leave with a rail. So rather than have that rail protruding off the bottom of the stock, let's make it let's make it flush. And say you don't want the fucking thing, take it off. Yeah, take it off. It's going to be smooth carbon it. at that point. You it ain't going to affect anything. No, no. Interesting. It Anyways, kind of evolves, right? Like as the more yeah, we talk about everything, kind of it does. But by having the Teak and Remington, obviously the two in my world, the two most popular mm-hmm. actions. And go from there, but it's funny that I was literally we were actually talking about we gotta we're gonna have to start our own fucking stock company to get what we want. Yeah, shit. And then bam, stockies came along and really, really easy to work with. Easy, kind of interesting. I also thought it was funny. So reading through all the pages of the of the the vote for the rail right now, a lot of people were asking about Spartan. Actually, a surprising amount of people mentioned Spartan, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I thought was interesting is how much weight people thought that this option was going to add. A fucking pick rail that, that that SRS is making for us is a half an ounce. Half an ounce plus a couple screws. Is, so, we're not talking about adding a bunch of weight. You're talking under an ounce for the whole damn thing. Yeah, they were talking like, if this is going to add eight ounces to the stock, I don't want it. Well, fuck, man. Neither would I. And do you want to kind of hit on, because this was brought up either on Instagram or in there, 
people are worried about the not having aluminum pillars. Yep. So, I mean, we're going to do some testing too. Yep. But basically, the, the, the fill that Stockies uses takes a certain amount of pounds per square inch to, to crush. And mm-hmm. it's almost the same number as what aluminum is. She said or they it did, was stronger than it aluminum. It was stronger, I believe she said. And they did, she said they spent a significant amount of money to test it. Yeah. And there's a guy, I got to find out when we get this going. There's a guy online. He has a 375 Shytac and he did a hundred round test with the stockies and uh, didn't budge. Well, in all reality, I think we're going to need to do our own testing also. That's what we do. Definitely. And and we'll just be looking for we have the ability to to test a proper bedding job for movement. So mm-hmm. it'll be something similar. Once everything is torqued and positioned and, and bedded, uh, we'll check for movement. And if there is flexibility yeah. in that material, we'll identify it. And let's not pretend that I haven't broke a Manners and McMillan edge fills. Mm. They're aluminum brakes. It's that's not the weakest part. So mm. it's they can anything can break. You can't have super lightweight and nothing ever ever breaks. Well, the nice part was so we're in the meeting with Jessica, who's the GM at at Stockies, and and I brought up that point because if it is this type of pillar installation that we're doing, I said, what is your warranty process for your stocks? And basically, she says we cover everything. So we don't want to be that oh, it's a hundred percent warranty, so don't worry about if it works or not kind of situation, but. Uh, like you said, we have broken stocks, and, and if something does happen, uh, we like the fact that they back their products the whole way. Yeah, yeah. and this will, and the biggest thing that's interesting to me is how fast it's probably going to happen. Oh, yeah. they like, freaking, It's like working with me. They, they hit the ground running. Yeah, it's like, boom, we're doing it. So we have a, it's a mechanical, so we build this, we actually have to make the stock from other stocks, and then we send them the stock we want, they scan it, they make it. So we just sent off a stock to be scanned and printed. That will be the basis. That'll take a couple weeks. Uh, all of us will come in and we'll we'll Lego it up. We got some Bondo. We got some epoxy. We got a bunch of other stocks. We're gonna cut up. We're gonna make what we want. Sand it all down. Make it perfect and and send it off to stockies. And then a month later, we'll have a stock. I think that that's the best news I've heard in a long time. Because <laughs> then I went. If you know me, I always go on and Jake and Ken, they always give me shit because I'd be like, we're going to have a fucking stock shipped in 90 days. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they're like, motherfucker. Well, I'm already working on the retail packaging, so everything is everything is moving. Dude, and Jake is a gem on that because yeah. Jake is, like I said, if we bring it up and it Jake's ears and Jake thinks it's a good idea, it's fucking happening. So it's fantastic. I actually got to tell the wife to be careful because if she says something, it, is, it, it sticks on the personal side, you know. She says, oh, I want this, or oh, I want that. You know, I have a hard time letting shit go. Yes, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm very much, yeah. yeah. So we'll be also can want to talk about, so people know stockies. They have their little, you know, carbon slick, glossy. But we were going to be able to bring it to unknown and be able to yeah, paint all the finish. Yeah, finish yeah. work will be done here. Rails will be installed here. Uh, stockies is going to do the bulk of the work, but we'll take care of uh any type of Cerakote that you wanted, there'll be some base patterns and things like that. But the the best part of this stock, I'll actually, I can say it. I'll, I'll say the highest side of the price is going to be $5.95. Highest. That's the highest side. We're working on numbers and seeing how it's going to work out. It may end up lower. But we're talking all in on a carbon shell stock the way you want it, shootable, with an integrated rail painted, ready to go. for, for Stock prices have been going through the roof. Mm-hmm. Uh, the average stock price from the big three, big three being Manners, McMillan, AG right now, average stock price, yeah. you know, is 800 plus. 
Yeah, and let's not pretend that the there's a lift to get this done monetarily. Mm. So, yeah, there's so, a, there's a, a lot of upfront costs for us, but but it's worth it. I think that'll be a gem. I think it'll sell. Did, did we miss anything on there? The toe is going to be more not flat, but it's going to be very very not level, but it's going to be flatter than most toes to ride a like bag. A, like a camel toe, moose knuckle. <laughs> Good lord! Oh, anything it'll be fun though. There. I mean, yeah. as, uh, do it a stock. It's going to be fun, and the you know, I don't think it'll be the only model. No, I already forum already said he has like four, and he's like, oh, they also make wood stocks, which oh man, <laughs> fucking him and his he wood would stocks. want it too. Yep. Yeah, he makes stocks out of two by fours. Great firewood. <laughs> Great firewood. But anyways, exciting. We we plan to have, like, if you look at the actual calendar 90 days out, you're looking at end of November-ish, 1st of December. So mm. you can buy one for Christmas. You did say, so there's a list of, let's say, get on the list for pre-order type of deal. There's 500-something people on there. Yeah, so people have reached out to me, or this people have said they'd buy one. I've pretty much collected their emails. We're going to do something with the first 100. We don't know what that is. Kind yeah. of a... Something special. Yeah, something special. Um, as soon as we get a, I guess I haven't really brought this up with the other two, but as soon as we get a good scan, good look, the stock, and we know it's within two or three weeks of being shipped, mm-hmm. we're going to do a pre-order mm-hmm. and the first hundred, we're going to do something special. Yeah, for sure. And probably at a lower price, I imagine, depending yep, on lower where price. Everything. We're just waiting on the final. We don't know what the final cost of the stock is going to be until they actually make a fucking stock. So, and we appreciate all the feedback and we're <clears> listening. <throat> We're listening. And if you have input on the stock design, there's already a thread going on Rockside. You could jump on there and read what's going on and even participate. Uh, you could also always just email podcast at shoot to hunt or marketing at shoot to hunt.com and yep. give some input. Yeah. And it's, if you have an idea, throw it on there. Hmm. I guarantee everyone gets read. And then, I mean, we, we might even be doing maybe a, a stock giveaway for the first six months or something from our, yes. our reviewers and followers. Yep, and another question is going to be the same kind of model. It's going to be a sporter or a carbon. Uh, I know, Jake, if it needs to be modified, I believe. I don't know. Is there an upcharge if they have to modify the contour and they get it here? Um, I think what we'll end up doing from Stockies is having something like a Bartline 3B and a Proof Sendero. Yeah. Something like this, having the two different ones. And that way, if you have a carbon barrel, it's going to be right around that. Close. Yeah, very close. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Uh, that's it on that. You got anything else? Nope. Like that's a three B there. Well, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Um, all right. The next thing probably is, uh, the shoot to hunt you. We put up a video. You can go to rockside. You can go to shoot to hunt.com and, uh, watch the video. We have 12 spots next June, June 24th of 2024. Six or seven spots are sold. So by the time you hear this, they may all be sold. Uh, it's five days of shooting. It's three grand. People keep saying, oh, that's really expensive. Um, I've told you before, I've been to seven, eight, nine shooting schools. There's nothing like this. Um, you're not just banging steel at a thousand one time and jumping up and shaking hands and kissing babies. This is not a this is not a a splash and giggle. You are shooting. We get up, we have breakfast, and not a fast start in the morning because form nor me is a morning person. I am. I was going to say, Jake's the odd man out on that. (laughs) Uh, We start shooting about 10, and at that point in time, it don't get dark till 10 in Montana. You're fucking shooting. 
or, all day. Or training for 10 fucking hours. Mm. And uh, that's food and lodging included. That's five food. full days of shooting, probably a travel day on each side of that. So seven days total. Yep. Unless you live in Montana because mm. it's a travel day. I live in Idaho and it's a travel day. And they shoot about 400 rounds total. 400 rounds. We're going to talk to each individual person, make sure they have the right gun for the job. If the, here's the truth. If you show up with your 300 ultra, even like a seven PRC or something bigger than that, you just get the shit kicked out of you mm. and you stop learning because you're literally getting the shit kicked out of you the whole mm. time after that first 30, 40 rounds. And this is a hunting weight rifle. They're going to want to bring not a 25 pound seven PRC like ours. Yep. And you're going to yeah. be put in hunting scenarios. Yeah. So it's not bring the gun. I mean, if you can't, the, the 223 is probably the best gun for it just because you'll learn the most of what you can or can't do with mm. the rifle system. But if you have a six Creedmoor, six five PRC, you could do that. 6.5 PRC would probably be the limit. If you want to learn how to run your weapon system, mm. it's hard to do it with a hard-kicking rifle in this. Because mm. think about it. Five days, you're shooting 400 rounds. I would bet to say most people coming haven't shot 400 rounds in the last 10 years, mm -hmm. if ever. That's also the difference between a suppressor and a brake. You know, yep. a brake blasting at you the whole time. Yep. If you're suppressed, Jake's going to have some guns built up to rent or buy. Mm-hmm. Um, probably, I'm guessing we haven't really talked about it totally, but 223s. Yeah. 223, maybe a six Creed more mixed in. You can rent them. He said it's a hundred bucks a day to rent. Yes. This is the $3,000 Tika rifles we're doing right now. Yep. And actually by then they'll actually be in the rock stock. Yep. yep. And you can, but you can buy them, rent them. Um, anyways, we're going to call you to line all that out with mm -hmm. you. Uh, the food will be fantastic. Either Jake or Chris will probably be cooking. They're both fantastic cooks. Uh, and it's a good time, you know, a lot of shit talking. It's fun. We also talked about uh, if you have already signed up or plan to sign up, we're going to have the option for a spectator. In other words, if you have a plus one who you like to travel with or who wants to camp in the mountains with you, spectator will be watching only, but they can watch all they want, uh, just not part of the shooting or the training part. Yep. Yeah. Bring uh, <clears throat> a thousand bucks, I think is what we said. Yeah. A thousand yeah. bucks for a spec. And they can't shoot. They can watch everything you're doing and we'll feed you. And, yep. and lodge. Yeah, that's the the lodging and the food and the watching and the transportation, all that kind of stuff. And we'll, yeah, and we'll get a packing list. Um, it was really cold in the mornings and it was really hot during the day. So you got to pack accordingly. Mm. Are we going to have stoves? Are they going to need stoves in the tents? Oh, man, I, I don't think we'll need them. Yeah. We, I may just throw mine in, a couple of mine in, in case something crazy happens. Yeah. But it's, it's not, you know, it's like, 50 40 mm, mid 40s mm, at okay. night ain't okay. freezing yeah. um and, and we kind of want to put out that hunting vibe a little you know mm -hmm. and but during the day fuck it's oh, yeah it's and hot. i also put like in the description that that myself yourself form of course and and a variety of other partners are going to be there on deck to answer questions or yep backpacks and hunting gear and all that kind of shit too you know we're gonna yep. have lots of stuff out there probably have uh chris will be cornelius will be cooking mm. Um, we'll have, uh, Randy Gerke said he wants to help. So Randy and Randy's been through the shooting thing a couple of times. Chris mm -hmm. has been through it. So we'll have plenty of people there to help. We'll probably even have some, maybe if the stone glacier pens out, we'll have some maybe packs out there they can try, or maybe even have stone glacier on deck for a day or two. Yeah. We can talk yeah. to Kurt about bringing something out like that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's not very far from him. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. It's, uh, we're moving fast on this. We, the, the syllabus, the curriculum is set in stone. That's not the problem. Yeah, it's already it's, been taught for years. It's been taught for years. Yeah. And it's, I can't stress this enough. 
you will learn so much in these five days. It's mm. unreal. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I wouldn't. I'm not the best shooter, but. <laughs> you don't need I mean, you could just show up and say, yeah, I know that. I can do that. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> I already did that shit. I'm good uh, to go. Uh, yep. It'll be fantastic. We're doing. The, the reality is I let Mason do all the killing and Mason's already been through the school now. So, yeah. And so the I'm funny good. part, if you talk like going into it to what his now he knows happens. <sighs> He come out and said, Dad, I need a two two three. I need a six UM. I need a. I'm running a T card. Or you know, he comes out with all the form shit. It's like he's. It's like he got indoctrinated. <laughs> it is like a little indoctrination, but it has like a lot of facts in the classes to build it up. Yeah. So what I think is that you're actually getting hands on fucking experience that shows you that maybe you don't need the big hitter or yeah. Maybe you don't even need a bipod to take that 300-yard shot. Maybe you don't even have to lay down to take the shot. So back to when Mason saw the bear 80 yards in front of us when we're driving, he's trying to get in the prone position, and I'm over there trying to help him when he could have just leaned up on the truck and took the fucking shot. Yep. You know, I mean, in reality, it's just giving you those those lifelike experiences on shit you're actually going to experience in the field. Yeah, because in the last 10 years, it's so much prone shit. Mm -hmm. And this class is, it's like, Prone is like 15%. Yeah. And there's a bunch in between, and it shows you what you can and can't get away with in almost all your positions. Mm. And that's the part that's not out there to the rest mm. of the world. And he makes them kind of crawl around a little bit, run around a little bit. So you get that lifelike, like, uh, adrenaline fever, yeah. mm. just ran over to take that deer shot. And then let's see how well you think you can shoot. Yeah. And if you had a really shitty, um, if you had a really shitty, like, hunting process the year before, like you had an animal do this. <laughs> Please don't tell him because that's what he makes these shooting scenarios yes. off of. Yeah. Randy Gerke had this fucked up one where he had to crawl back to his truck and get, and you think, well, my truck's right here. I can just, he had to crawl back, get his shit and crawl. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. But it was a cool shot. Mm -hmm. So definitely. Ah, uh, what's next? We'll put, the, we'll link the video on there. Like I said, we're up to six or seven. Uh, that video is so. live on YouTube right now. Yep. 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 Rifle giveaway. Rifle giveaway is live. Rifle giveaway is live. We're giving away a Tika. Mm -hmm. There's a few things in there we ask you to do. It's really, that little module is pretty sweet that you have. Dude, it's badass. Giveaway module. It basically, <coughs> got to subscribe to our YouTube channel, is what the gist is. We need to go to yeah. a thousand members to do anything with it. So, uh, go there, sign up, maybe win a Tika. Sweet ass Tika rifle from Unknown Munitions. The ha ha. The haha's cool. I, I, I did. I, I said this before. I don't think. I always thought that you go to these in-person classes, and I've been to quite a few, or were dumb on how they're portrayed. <laughs> unless you, unless you can go out. All other classes are dumb. No, no, no. There's like <laughs> you look at Lampers, what he's doing. That shit's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, the Western Hunting Summit. Yeah, yeah. There's only so much you get away with. Like the reason I like this is this is all stuff that you don't necessarily need the field to learn. Mm -hmm. The medical stuff that Chris is going to get over, mm -hmm. like I'm really excited about Don's cooking class, mm -hmm. the ballistic kestrel stuff, yeah, the match bullet stuff. The match bullet stuff, I mean, I'm just going to show you a bunch of, fa not just opinion, facts of what have happened with bullets. Mm -hmm. And uh, your reloading thing, that's mm -hmm. an in-person thing. The 0 to 600 from... Stone Glacier doing the bag deal. Yeah. Forum doing a 0 to 600 obviously dumb down class into an hour and a half, give you positional basics, things like that. Yeah. And I just think they'll go away. I don't see how you won't come away from that weekend better. You will be a better 
you will be a better hunter in one way or another. There's even archery competition. North Idaho archery is going to come out and do an archery competition. Uh, Rocky Mountain hunting calls. It's a couple champion world champion callers. They're going to come do a, a elk bugling contest. Pretty cool. We'll have some precision air guns for the kids to shoot, you know, right out here and do some long range little competition deal. Um, food trucks, other stuff for the kids. Half price Cerakote. So if we bring a box of metal parts that you want Cerakote to be half price or retail, it'll be done by the end of the weekend. Uh, we'll have Ken and Zach, the owners of Salmon River Solutions on deck. They'll have uh, CNC machines running. They'll be on hand to answer questions about stuff. If you may have a kid that's, let's say, a teenager ending, you know, uh, junior or senior in high school, kind of try to figure out what he wants to do. And those guys can talk him up a little bit about machining and what it takes to kind of start your own business. Uh, they'll have some parts running. They'll also be on deck to install any of the parts they make for free while you're here. So bring your rifle, get a rail installed, that kind of thing. But in reality, they'll be, we are going to have the entire freaking unknown rock slide, shoot to hunt, salmon river, bat machine team on deck, all with colored shirts on where you can just come and we are here to help with whatever yep. you might need. I mean, how can you pick the brain of Bruce Dahm? I mean, there you, you go. just walk over and Or, ask or Mark from Ace Barrels, you know, the oh, Mark's me a metallurgical gem. expert. Yep, Mark's a gem. How, <clears throat> you could... If you want to, you can talk to Blaine about Bentrest. Oh, you can do that too. <laughs> yeah, Blaine will be on deck and uh, all of us, really. I mean, it'll be, it's going to be a lot of like-minded people all gathered together. This ain't going to be no arts and crafts bullshit vendors. This is all vendors in the in the industry, all that good mm -hmm. stuff. And uh, you might, you know, Alien Gear, all those kind of guys. Yep, Stone be, Glacier will be here, Pack yeah. Fitment. And it's not even if you have a, it doesn't matter your backpack, people mm -hmm. fuck up pack fitment all the time mm -hmm. you see it on every damn youtube hunting influencer yep. it's like damn you should probably figure out how your backpack fits first yeah they look will at those be here to show lifters. you <laughs> yeah look at those straps that are five feet off your back <laughs> but they'll be able to show you what you're doing and you don't have like so somebody actually asked that you don't have to have a stone glacier nope they can pretty much tell you if your pack fits you or not yeah so that'll be cool and you can if i'm, I'm hoping kurt's the guy that showed up kurt's a gem too you know like mark with his with, with barrel metal yep. Kurt is with backpacking sheep and hell he's on the unlimited right now looking for a sheep. Yep. So there'll be lots and lots of like-minded people and lots and lots of shit to do. I think now we have to start, we have to stop peddling our shit for a minute. <laughs> no, well, we don't have a question. <laughs> there are questions. There, this, uh, I'll get to Luke's in a minute. The question. There's a the question day. of the day that there's questions that you guys have sent in. We're going to get to that part now. All right. Well, the two, the number one question that I got asked is me and you have argued about suppressors. Oh, shit. So he's asking what is going to be, this is Alex A., what is going to be on the end of our barrels this hunting season? Well, we're, I'll be shooting suppressed for the first time. It's that rifle we just built for for Mrs. Munitions there. It is a 6.5 SOM improved plus P. It was, let's call it number two, number three in the, the test that we just did, the 10 rifle test. Uh with the fire forming loads, it shot a 0.6 10-shot group cold and a 0.7 10-shot group hot. So it's already hammering with the the, the fire forming loads. Uh, it has a Thunder Beast Ultra 7 suppressor on it. It's a 22-inch barrel. We'll be hunting with that rifle this year. That's a Manners Long Range Hunter, uh, medium Vesper action, unknown munitions, bottom metal and mag, uh, Ace Fluted, spiral fluted steel barrel, 24-inch uh, sporter number three with a 700 muzzle. Uh, Hunter's rail. Hunter's yep. rail. Yep. 
that's that's a different look from last year. It is, and it's blush colored. It is it is femininely <laughs> covered, and yes, I'm we're gonna carry it and we're gonna kill shit with it. And it's gonna be on video. It will be on all the fucking hunt videos. Yes, <laughs> but yeah. So ultra. So so for the first time <laughs> awesome. in, in in my short very short hunting career, uh, we'll be shooting suppressed. What was the bullet? Uh, it'll be. Hopefully, once load 156 is the first choice, uh-huh. 147. Second. So 156 Elite Hunter first choice, 147 ELDM second choice. Cup and core fragmenting bullet. Yes. Love it. Killing bullets. Killing. We don't even got to call them match bullets anymore. Just call them killing bullets. Premium killing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you? Mine's going to be, you can guess. A 60 web. <laughs> How did you... <laughs> Yep, 6UM. Uh, I literally am going through this hell. I'm, I always say every year, I'm going to have this shit nailed down in July, and then I don't. So I'm fire forming 6UM. It's going to be on Stocky Stock this year. Not our stock, but Stocky Stock. Mm. The VG, Is there a name of it? It's the Vertical Grip something something. Sorry, Jessica. Uh, anyways, it's Stocky's Vertical Grip Tika Stock. Uh-huh. It's on a Tika, obviously. It's got a benchmark 16 and three quarters inch barrel. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I, had to, I wanted it 16, but I talked to it's gonna have the 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 this platform nine and three quarters. Nine and th- <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna go 16, but I was talking to Diligent Defense and I want to run their enticer LTI. And I ran him the specs and he's like, damn, I'd feel a lot better at 18. And uh-huh. I said seven 16 and three quarters it is. <laughs> <laughs> you compromised there. You compromised there. Almost I, halfway. I gave him a three quarters of an inch. Nice. So yeah, that's what I'm gonna be have. It's a sixteen and three quarter inch barrel, and it's a eight inch. We're gonna fucking engrave that on the side. It's gonna be sixteen and three quarters. <laughs> yep. Benchmark. Uh, what is that? Number four. Yeah, yours was a number four, which is a I believe a six. It's not a six thirty. I think it's six seventy. Yes. Normally, but yes. then when you cut it back, cut that it short, back that, that taper brings it probably back to a seven hundred anyway. Yep. Deep spiral fluting from Camfields. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm shooting, uh, it's going to have a, I'm testing out the new Maven RS three dash two on there. Um, I'm going to have obviously the UM Tika rings. Uh, I'm shooting the one fifteen D tech nose rings, not the deeper ones. You settled on the standard standard cut. nose rings because I kept blowing up the, I needed my twists one and seven, the barrels one and seven, probably get around a one and seven, a seven and a half or an eight twist and probably get away with the deep cuts. But I've, Already grenaded two and blew up one can, so I don't really want to have that happen again. So I went with the standard. I think they're twenty thousands deep, which those are the ones we killed all the elk with last year. Mm. Um, bottom metal and mag. Bottom metal mag would be tikas, just plastic. Just, just the plastic. Plastic factory stuff. Rail. The rail is a your guys is integrated Spartan rail with the pick on it. Flush short. Flush short. Yeah. Um. That's it. I think. Obviously, huh. it's. And what is a suppressor? It's a. Diligent Defense Enticer LTI. Huh. Eight ounce can, it weighs nine and a half ounces. That's a mouthful. It's big. We need a it, fucking acronym for that. Pew Science, <clears throat> they test all the suppressors coming out. It's the quietest to your ear can that they've ever tested. Hmm. And it needs it because that 16 and a half, 16 and three quarter inch fucker has got some pop to it. Is it painted yet? Do we paint it? Uh, just black. Because here's uh. the deal. As soon as, let's be honest, as soon as the ace barrels come out, uh, it's going to be something different with our stock yeah. fancied up. Yes. No, it's not going to look like form you, shit. You, you could just leave that alone and then just do another one. 
Well, I have that fucking badass. Another thing we need to talk about is I've been getting hit up a lot about an, or, uh, um, nitriding. Yeah, yeah, now you got guys calling here to the shop. I got Holly coming over. What is this nitriding Tika action shit? Well, I literally told him to get a hold of you to get it done. So I guess we just say, so yes, we could do it for you, especially if we're going to build a rifle or something like that for you. We can definitely do it, but it, it's just blacknitride.com. And I believe they're going to charge you 150 bucks. But you need to break down the entire action yourself. If you can't do that, we're more than happy to help, or we're more than happy to send it in for you. Um, so that's kind of the situation. Either you, you're a hands-off type of guy, and you just want us to handle it, send it to us, no problem. Mm-hmm. Um, we also we're doing Tika prefits, or we can put a, bull, a barrel on the action while yeah. it's here for you once it comes back from nitride. And the, another question that I don't get, maybe you can explain why they keep asking me this, is I did the action and the whole fucking bolt and handle. Yeah, so I believe some people, when we talk about coding in action, there are many people that are worried about getting making it rough. Mm-hmm. Like if you like you don't want to Cerakote a bolt with regular Cerakote, mm-hmm. that's going to make the bolt rough, right? So we use they have a different type of Cerakote called Micro Slick. Is it Micro Slick or it's a shit? Don't don't quote me on that. There's a different name of the Cerakote that we use on the bolt than there is on the housing and so on. Uh, we also have 3D printed plugs where we plug the raceways off mm-hmm. if it's going to be Cerakote on the outside of the action. I don't know if other people do that too, but you know we just have access to a guy who's badass with his printer and he makes these plugs for us and we don't have to worry about taping all that shit off. You slide it in and it doesn't get painted. But I think the 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 perception is with any type of coating that it can potentially make something rough inside. So nitride doesn't add any noticeable additional thickness. It is treating the surface of the metal. It makes it harder. Uh, I don't know. I'm not a fucking. I'm, I don't know all the details. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to tell you that it treats the metal surface without adding additional thickness. It makes the surface harder and slicker than it started. All I can say is, and you can attest to this, and Form did, is it is way slicker than a standard Tika bolt. Oh, it is. In fact, I uh, they just put that for our first YouTube short on Unknown Munitions. They put the one of me showing off your action with the new Tika rings on it, and it just, you know, it's slick as fuck. It's like just butter. Yeah. So I would, you know, and, and it will make the action last longer. It will. I mean, you're putting a hard skin on it, basically. And if you but, ask, if you're going to answer that one, what about, because that's the next one I get is, the, should you or should you not do a barrel? Somebody just quoted something about a barrel nitride, nitride test that had been done, um, but the answer will be no. Why? I don't know. I just know the answer is no. I, I had one done, and is a rum... And it didn't do anything. It wasn't super accurate. It wasn't unaccurate, but it didn't give me any more barrel life. It was mm. still mid 800s. It went to shit. Hmm. Nitride has been around for a long time, and steel barrels have been around for a long time on rifles. If there was some huge benefit, not only would the military be doing it, but you'd see everybody else doing it too. So, I mean, there's that piece of information, but yeah. All right. I don't even remember what the first question was. Oh, suppressors. Yeah. Get the question of the day in the middle here. The question of the day from our fearless video marketing special Luke dude. Because he's special. Now, now there's a team. We have a media team now. 
I hate to say that. I went to go do my own fucking post on Unknown Media. I'm like, hey, I yell across to the other fucking office. I'm like, hey, I'm going to do the post for Unknown today. Well, you better get that approved with your media team first. I'm like, fuck, man. I'm already fucking losing control. It's a, hey, that's the dude, delegation. That's the, that's yeah. the key. So we're on our 35th. This will probably be 36th or 37th podcast you're listening to right now. So on our 50th episode, who do you want as a guest? Yeah. Use the little voicemail fucking thing. Go on the go on the website and speak click the pipe. button on your phone and speak pipe and push the button and leave us a message there. Who you might think we should try to get? Uh, you know we're not we're not exactly famous type of people, so I'm not sure we could get Donald Trump on, but we <sighs> could try awesome. something. That'd be awesome. I uh, who did I DM that? So I DM'd Joe Rogan and I DM'd uh, who's the singer with the tats on his face? Oh uh, yeah yeah. Who is it? Luke, yell it at me. Post Malone. Post Malone. So I DM, I'll just fucking around. We're on Instagram. I DM Post Malone and Joe Rogan said, hey, we'd love to build you a rifle and teach you how to shoot a thousand yards. If you know anybody, or let them know. That'd be awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah, if anybody, like anybody you think that'd be interesting. And the, it, these, Those two specifically because they're pro 2A. We don't want no yeah. liberal get whatever. Ted, get Ted Nugent. That'd be yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So if you know anybody, you want anybody, you have an idea, let 50th us know. Fiftieth podcast guest. By then, I'll have a. I'm gonna create a form where you can go on and suggest podcast guests to, or suggest yourself even. Yeah. Yeah, and this comes back to a question that I'm not gonna answer because I don't sell them. I'm gonna let you answer this. Oh shit. We talked a lot about steel versus carbon. Hmm. If you're building a rifle today and you want a one hitter quitter, mm-hmm. what barrel? If you could be any barrel in the world, are you putting on that rifle? Well, we just built that one for Jess, and it was a 22 inch Ace steel barrel, fluted by Campfeld. Um, obviously, we could put any barrel we want on there, and I think this, I think this has been beat to death at this point. Yeah, and it was interesting though because he's like. We still produce carbon barrels. We still shoot carbon barrels. Oh yeah. And I don't want and I don't want to sound dickish to carbon barrels, but if I'm gonna buy it right mm. now, I'm probably not gonna go carbon. If I'm reviewing it or they send mm. me one to review, I'd shoot a carbon because there's no outside the chambering, there's no real cost to me. Yeah, I mean we're we're trying to work on a carbon barrel with Ace because we just business wise we get the requests. At this point, it's all aesthetics. It doesn't, you know, a carbon barrel doesn't shoot better because it's got carbon on it. Um, I think Blaine said it best recently. He said the more steel in the barrel, the better. So now you've sold quite a few gun builds. What's the breakdown, steel to carbon? Oh, dude, I think carbon is outweighing. Well, let's just say it would be 50-50. But the preference when somebody comes in for a full custom build, they, they want the carbon. We even have guys that are getting carbon barrels and we're Cerakoting the carbon barrel. Looks good when you got that big fat barrel. It just it just looks good. It mm-hmm. looks uh, beefier. It looks more expensive. It's like having thirty fives or forties on your truck instead of the stock thirties. You know, it just uh, looks good. Crabbing ass down the road, all out alignment. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't because people say we're shitting on carbon mm-hmm. barrels. I'm I'm not. I think there's some really good carbon barrels, and I'm the best shooting rifle I've ever had was a proof twenty eight nozzle carbon barrel. Mm. So. I only we own three hunting rifles now. Personally, now that we have the six five psalm, the first two hunting rifles were carbon six barrels. They shoot phenomenally. In that realm, it's 
killing yeah. shit like stacking oh, yeah. it like cordwood. I told Justice actually we were driving. It was yesterday or this morning. I said the six five song is going to be the new killing machine. Yeah. After it shot the way that you know the way it oh, shot it's that test, shoot fantastic. Oh yeah, it's going to be good. <clears throat> a guy asked two couple people asked why we can't have Forum on every podcast. Mm. Forum has a job. He's not here every day and. Anything you know, anything you do over and over again, people get tired of it. So it's good to have them on here and there because people are going to listen. We did though. We should. We could say it this way. We did solidify a little more of his time. Yes. He will be more involved business wise with Shoot to Hunt now. Yes. Even though he has a real job. Yep. He's so a, he's definitely an asset, and we there will be more. Definitely, he'll he, you'll he'll can't talk. You'll hear more from him. Yeah, and he will be involved in the ballistic gel testing we're talking about. He'll be involved in almost all the behind the scenes, next level kind of testing, drop testing, all that good stuff. Uh, we just got done drop testing the the Premier, the UM Premier rings. We're about 98% of the way there. They, they survived one of the most brutal tests that I've ever seen in person, right? Because now I was a part of it. We videoed it. By the time the rings are done, we got two little small tweaks so that we can get to 100%. They will fucking be bulletproof. So when I was describing the test, I had a friend of mine that come in here uh, yesterday. We were visiting for a while, and I was describing the test that these rings went through. And basically, by the end of what I explained to him, he's like, dude, I need three sets. Because as a hunter, knowing that your rings and your scope are the most, um, how to put that, the most opportune part to to. I don't know, something can go wrong, right? Something comes loose, and all of a sudden you mm -hmm. can't hit the side of a fucking barn. And if you knew that there was a set of rings that were test dropped on a rifle onto the scope 36 fucking times from three feet into the dirt on all the sides of the scope, and then they pass. Yeah, and I, we're not dropping scopes just because we think you should drop your scope. Uh -huh. I spend my time trying to kill an animal all year long preparing wouldn't you want to take every variable you possibly could out yeah. of it? Yeah, and that was the fucking point. So with this test on video, knowing that this ring's passed this test, he's like, fuck, dude, I want those on my hunting rifles. And really, that's where, that's why we have form involved more now because of the level of testing he's done. And yeah, it does apply to exactly what we're doing in the field. And maybe it's exaggerated. Actually, it's very much exaggerated. It is, and it's sped up for a time. Like, I've seen it happen. It's not like I have done it. I've seen people get out of the car, they put their rifle on their tire uh, and it, yeah. <sighs> falls over their wife walks over or their hunting partner and kicks it over uh, they put their backpacks down and then their buddy doesn't see the backpack say it's in the dark he walks over he steps mm, on the rifle scope mm, so or if you have life fucking have livestock you see a lot of shit get banged oh yeah. up so it's it's not un, we're not making it up like it doesn't happen or say you're coming out of a shitty shell cliff mm. and you fall on that side your rifle's on you slung up mm. or you use your rifle to brace your fall oh dude all of this happens every day yeah. every day down a hunt this shit happens you're in bad snowy environment you fall on your rifle yeah i was walking across ice over a, like a little small stream and i happened to break through on a spot and as i fell i fell on the rifle basically as it's in the gun bearer on the side of the pack you know it all that shit happens so the reason we're doing this testing now and i'm on a Extremely glad now how involved form is, especially kind of giving us different perspective on the on the the, the parts and the, the products that unknown is trying to put out, you know. And this goes with the stock we're talking about too. I mean, he he is a fucking wealth of knowledge. And to watch that guy get behind ten different rifles during the test we just did for the, the cold bore shot versus the hot bore, which is coming out with a video and podcast and data pack and all that good shit. Mm -hmm. Um to watch him get behind all of these different rifles and, and see his process to get into it 
to make sure he's got no reticle movement when he pulls the trigger. And, you know, the guy knows how to fucking shoot. He does. And it's what's watching it from, you know, kind of afar, how it all went down. It's this shouldn't be me, you and him doing this. These mm. companies should be doing this. Mm. And that's kind of what. That's his big passion. He yeah. thinks that, that if he lays off this at all, that scope companies are just going to slack. Yeah. And he's right. You should never go to market with something you haven't tested to the nth degree. Yeah. But money's involved. Oh, yeah. And you know, investors are involved. So mm. they got to get shit out the door. And we saw that with that fucking ZCO test. Yep, the ZCO test. And, that, and we got to make sure, you know, the good thing is, is we don't put shit out willy nilly. Mm. He's going to go make sure there's nothing wrong with the rings. Mm. There's nothing wrong with that rifle's bonded. I mean, it's really hard to fuck that rifle up. But he's going to go through the, his paces to make sure there's no other variable he's missing. I mean, it's clear enough to see the scope moving the rings just with normal firing. You don't need a specially test equipment to see that happen. That dude, that that thing moved in the space. Yeah. It's the scope. And, and I told that for like, Form is actually. He's changing the way I do things, even with our customers. So I, a guy came in, he bought a, a fierce chassis rifle. I know there's a name for it, a fierce what? Reaper. Bought a fierce Reaper, had it shipped here to do the transfer. And he said, hey, you guys have any Night Force scopes? We happen to have a C624 in there is what he's looking for. And we installed it with some Hawkins rings. And what I found myself doing after, of course, properly installing everything, uh, you got degrease screws and Loctite, all the good stuff, is I took a pencil and I marked you know, in front of and behind each one of the rings. I said, hey, watch those witness marks. And especially during the first 100 rounds, mm -hmm. you know, you're shooting through the rifle, make sure nothing's moving on you. Mm -hmm. That's your kind of indication. So we're actually trying to figure out a way to use some type of paint pen or something like this where we yeah, can... Yeah, witness mark shit in there. Yeah, yeah, more officially than a pencil. Once you see how easy it is mm -hmm. to bump shit off zero, mm -hmm. then you're like really wound up about it. Keeps you up at night, like... And you want to make sure everything you're doing is right. And I think we've also already, you and I, and for, we've already we've already been woke. I don't want to call it woke. We're already... We've awakened. We're to, off the pill. Yeah, we are red-pilled. We're, we're not in the matrix anymore. We see that basically 90% of scopes are losing zero with the slightest shifts and impacts and things like that. And no scope should lose zero. So now that you see these things happen, you just pay more and more attention to it, and it... I don't know that it's a good thing, you know, most, so I, I guess what I'm trying to say is most people still live in the world where you go and you adjust your zero every time you go to the range. Mm -hmm. We're past that. We're trying to make it so how it's supposed to be where you don't have to fuck with your zero once you said it the first time. Couldn't agree more. No. Uh, we have a swag bag giveaway for a podcast review. Mm. Where's this review from? Podbean, I believe. Podbean. Luke can tell me if I'm wrong. You know, you and I have been talking about this, so we're new to the podcast. Well, I'm new to the podcast game. It really is. It's not the best platform to try and track, like, your performance or even review. There are so many. You can leave a review on Apple. You can leave a review on Podbean. And where else? Uh, you can Blueberry. You can leave it on, I think Stitcher's done, but you can leave it on Spotify. You can leave it on Amazon now. You can leave yeah. it on iHeartRadio. So it's fucking not exactly easy to find you. Yes. But we are we are trying to I shouldn't say I or or Jake Luke is looking the through media all of team. the media team is looking for it. So this is the swag bag winner for this podcast is Montana is Mon F Mon F Tana Montana with an F after the Mon. It's Mon underscore F underscore Tana. Huh? I wonder. Is, I wonder what that's going to mean there. Fuck Montana. I don't think so. I don't know. 
Like what? Oh, what? Mon F and Tana, probably. Okay. That Mon works. fucking Tana. Got it. I guess. That sounds better. I like it. Yeah. I like it's, Montana. And he says, awesome podcast. These guys tell it how it is and don't just regurgitate the mainstream media. What mainstream media is putting out, which we we're just talking about, which is funny. Yeah. Good deal. Yep. Thank you. Send us your email or send us your email. Send. I cannot talk today. Send us an email at podcast at shoot to hunt.com and tell us your shirt size. Yep. And you're getting more in a shirt. You get more in a shirt, but yeah. we got to know that. The extra fat, your medium. Don't be sending us some small we, shit. We, we, ain't got, got, we got some new little stick. We got some new stickers, right? One is the OnlyFans logo, but it says Only Hunting. And maybe that's already been done before, but I fucking like it. The other one is a uh, uh, dragon ass. Or what does it say? I'm dragon ass dragon today. Ass. Like and it's got a dog dragging his butthole on the ground. My favorite's the snack hole. Yeah, yeah, snack hole. Ryan's a snack hole. I am a snack hole. Yeah. Speaking of, we haven't been talking about this, but is the fat test all over? Or what it? Yeah, I fucking petered out. It, oh. I'm sitting at 205. I want to be two sub 200 by time I go hunting. Uh huh. Which so I started at 234. So. Uh, still good. You know, yeah, you could just take great. a good shit, lose five pounds. Well, I want to be like going into mid November into Wyoming, Montana hunts we got coming up. I want to be fucking. 190-ish, 195. Mm. I never haven't, like I said, I haven't been sub two in probably 10 years. That's so pretty good, then. we got to get there. Mm. It's it's still in play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next year, I think I'm going to have to fucking do a video online shorts weighing in every Monday to get to my goal. <laughs> and then fucking Luke can punch me every time I'm not there. Yeah. Because he punches like a girl. Or we could do the whole, we could do like the Canfield hiking, you know, we'll set like a competition date. And then we'll take some video as we go, like maybe some GoPro shit of during during the two months before and times, like take screenshots of the watches and this and that. And it's gonna be interesting with that stuff because it'll this will be the first year like the whole video thing's coming together. Mm. Luke's going, we're going on a hunt in two weeks with my uh, daughter's boyfriend, and then we're gonna have a ton of actual hunts going mm. on and just personality. You don't know somebody. Until you go hunting with somebody. Yeah. So it'll be interesting what I think I know about Luke to what I actually I think about Luke after the hunting season. I think I think Luke's in shape. Maybe there'll be other stressors that are involved. Just packing that camera shit's not gonna be fun. No. Better have but, your shit together, Luke. Well, one trip out like last with you in Montana, I was like, Oh yeah, we can hunt together. Yeah. But there's been plenty of people I said, Fuck, this is it. This is the last time I'm going hunting with this person. Yeah. So it's always interesting. And you and you may be, you know, I'm kind of, I'm introverted. You like to go hunt. You like hunting alone. Most people can't handle being in the mountains alone. It's 50-50. I can't do like multiple. One of my pet peeves in the hunting industry right now is these big collectives of 10 dudes going hunting together. Mm. It's fine. It just drives me crazy because that's not what I got into hunting for. I like the solitude. I like to go with my just me and the dog. But I do like the camaraderie, bear camp, you know, Rockside mm. Bear Camp. I love that shit. Mm. Just lots of fun, lots of shit talking. But the solitude is what got me into hunting, and I do like doing that 50-plus percent of the time. Mm-hmm. And we are still going to pick somebody for bear camp next year. Oh, yeah, we're going to pick somebody. We're going to have to figure yeah. that out. How do you want to uh, get selected? I don't know It'll yet. It'll be another giveaway, and it'll be for YouTube subscribers. Got to pump those numbers up. Yeah, pump those, numbers, those rookie numbers. All right, that's it. That's all I got. Yes, sir. All right, get a hold of us. Go to shoot the podcast at shoot 
please go look at the gun giveaway. It's going to the end of October, correct, Jake? In yes, end of October, and then the, basically the giveaway system that we have does a does a choice, and you can rack up as many entries as you want. All that good shit. Help! Lots of shit going on at shoothunt.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you.